Hey, my name's Alex, and welcome to Alex Listens. This is the place where I talk about things like philosophy and politics and identity and race and mental health and that kind of stuff. So, as you may have noticed, or if the, if you're just if this is your first time listening, um, welcome, hi, hello, hope you're well. Uh, the project, the Alex Listens project, is on three platforms, and I haven't, I don't think I've done the best job of kind of consolidating any of them. But I suppose uh, there's this platform, the podcast platform, and this episode will only be in podcast form. Um, but there, are, there's also YouTube and YouTube videos and that kind of stuff. So you can go on YouTube, and if you want to watch some of my interviews with people, or if you want to just watch my face. Which, you know, it's okay if you do. Um, you can go on YouTube. Just type in Alex Listens. I'm on YouTube. Otherwise, I have a website. And I don't really know what I want to do with the website. Maybe I'll just keep it as it is. As like the third kind of, you know, estranged family member that I don't really have much to do with. But um, nevertheless, like I'm attached to. Uh, and I can't really shed. And I have to, you know, kind of see them occasionally. That's how I feel about the website. Um, yeah. So if you want to go on the website, you can. It's www.alex.co. And actually, there's some cool stuff on there. Like I've written a few essays and I did a few blog posts, but I haven't done one for a little bit. Um, yeah. And also, if you want to learn more about the podcast, go on there. Actually, that's what it's for. I'm pretty sure that's what it's for. If you want to learn about the podcast, go on my website. Anyway. Today, I wanted to talk about something that has hit me really hard in in the face, in the mouth, in the teeth in the past, over the past like two weeks or something. Um, yeah, and I feel like, so pretty much, you know, I'm just, I'm just having like the standard crisis, the standard kind of existential crisis that everyone has. Um, and I guess what's remarkable about this one for me is that I haven't had one for a while. Oh, like I haven't had like a deep one for a while. And it felt like between 2015 and 2017, when I was at the height of my depression, I was having them so regularly or like, or maybe like just permanently, I was permanently transfixed in this strange kind of crisis mode where I had no idea what anything meant or why anything meant anything. And so it didn't really feel that was just, you know, how everything was. That's what it was like for me to be alive. And I guess, yeah, I feel like my life has actually had some kind of directionality and some kind of form and shape to it that I'm pleased with over the past two years or so. But recently, maybe prompted by the stage four lockdown in Melbourne, I'm in Melbourne. So to all the people in Melbourne, my heart beats with you. Um, Yeah, it's quite strange. Uh, It's quite intense, even though it doesn't feel super different to how things were before, I guess, you know, we're just indoors so much now. And we have to be. Um, And I guess before, you know, there was kind of a moral. It was a moral issue. You know, you ought to be indoors. Otherwise, shit's going to go wrong. But now it's like, yeah, now we have to be indoors. Apart from those who are working and, you know, that one hour. Now one hour of mandated 
outdoors time where we're staring at our timer, making sure that we're, you know, making our premier Daniel Andrews happy. Um, anyway, before I kind of get into the meat of this episode, if you're enjoying Alex Listens, you can support it in a number of ways. So, um, I've had a very hard time getting people to support the podcast. I presume that's just the, that's just part of, you know, the industry. Maybe it's really hard to get people to support you, but if you're enjoying Alex Listens or anything else that I do, your support would be, yeah, uh, it would be, it'd be great. And you can support the podcast or the project in a number of different ways. You can do so via Patreon, which I guess is the default platform. And that's the most popular option um, for people. You just, there'll be a link in the bio or on my website um, or on my Instagram. Uh, And yeah, you just, I don't know. It's the equivalent of like buying me a tea once a month or something. Um, And that will help me afford, you know, all of the software um, and also, you know, the time, because it's pretty time expensive, even though I enjoy it, you know, I got to make sure I'm eating food. Um, yeah, cool. And otherwise, you know, tell a friend, um, tell a friend that you're enjoying the podcast, uh, contact me. You can, I'm on social media, go follow me at Alex listens on Instagram and on Facebook. That's all. Um, subscribe on YouTube. Anyway. I won't bore you with, yeah, I guess the reason why I do that, why I kind of pitch or ask for your support is because I'm not going to have ads on this podcast or on this project or whatever. Um, yeah. Anyway, today, today, yeah, I guess I was outlining the difference between my current crisis and previous crises and, you know, I've spoken to friends about it, um, and it's, uh, it's not, I mean, it's a very common experience, right? You wake up one day and you don't really want to get out of bed and you think about why you don't want to get out of bed. And suddenly you're struck by the sophisticated and organized routine that is your life. And you know, you have to work, you have to talk to people, you have to cook, you have to exercise, you have to clean, you have to do all of these things. And then you go back to sleep and then you wake up and then you do it all again. And then you wake up the following morning and you don't really, at least with me, sometimes I don't really want to be awake. Like I'd prefer to kind of, you know, I'm not sure what, like what I want is, you know, perpetual sleep. (laughs) Um, Probably not. Right. Uh, There are some parts of, you know, (laughs) consciousness that I think are pretty, pretty fantastic. Um, But, you know, it's hard. It's hard to maintain. It's hard to maintain a... I don't know. I find it very hard to maintain a high level of motivation or like a moderately high level of motivation. I think my motivation is, uh, for the most part of my life has been, most part of my life has been chronically low. And it seems like without, I'm not, I'm not really sure what's, I never really know what the link, I don't really know what the link is between high motivation in my life. I'm not really sure what's missing at the moment. Um, and that's quite confusing. It feels, yeah, I guess I feel directionless and I feel kind of agitated and I feel, uh, impatient, but I'm not sure what any of this is 
directed towards or whether it's directed towards anything. So I just kind of sit in it. And that is um, kind of sitting in what I'm feeling is a skill that I've been working on through meditation. But I'm not sure that it's having the most positive impact on my life at the moment. Um, Because as I sit in, you know, these kind of low feelings, uh, they don't really go away, but I just accept them. But that doesn't make it any easier for me to do anything. And, you know, maybe it's totally possible that I'm slipping into back into a depressive state because, you know, I'm prone to depression and I'm a pretty depressive person. Um, But yeah, I mean, I'm not very satisfied with that answer. Um, And I guess it makes me feel, makes me feel really hopeless. If that's true, then, you know, uh, maybe for the rest of my life, I'm just going to be falling and I'm going to feel like I'm falling without much control over my descent and without, yeah, much knowledge of where the descent will end up, where I'll end up after falling. Yeah. So I guess that's how I'm feeling at the moment. I'm feeling pretty low and pretty flat. Uh, and I guess I just wanted to, I just wanted to vocalize and I just wanted to put it out there because maybe you're feeling that way as well. Maybe you're not. If you're not, that's really great. I'm happy. I really am. I'm happy for you. And I, I hope that you have meaning in your life because I think that's one of the things that I'm realizing in this particular crisis I'm having. Um, as I think about the monotony of potential futures, like if I commit to a job, a full-time job, imagine, imagine, imagine what it would be like. Imagine being in an office. I don't really want, I don't really want to do that. I don't really want to do that. And I think this is, I think this crisis has been prompted by me coming close to finishing my first degree, even though it's the fourth, third thing I've studied. Um, and my sixth year at university will be the first time I actually wrap something up. And I'm very close. I have like two subjects left or something, three subjects. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. Um, so if, if you're, if you are feeling directed and, uh, you feel as though you have strong foundations and you're able to, you know, wake up and have a knowledge of what you want out of the day and then do that stuff and then feel good about it. That's pretty cool. But, you know, there was a time where I felt like that not too long ago, maybe March to May. I felt very inspired and very, my thoughts are very clear. And I was really able to draw a lot of joy and pleasure and happiness from, you know, the things I was doing during the day. I was able to, yeah, I felt, I felt clear and I felt light and I felt very flexible cognitively. I felt like I was able to do one thing and then direct my energy towards something else and enjoy both of them. But now even things that I've previously enjoyed a lot, like playing guitar and making the podcast and even talking right now, I'm finding to be immensely challenging and 
frustrating and I really don't, I kind of, it feels like I don't want to be here and I'm alarmed by that. But at the same time, I've accepted that, but I don't know what either of those things mean. I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to do with either of those things. Do I just wait? Uh, and I, I think that's, I think that's the question of my crisis at the moment. How do I just have to kind of yield? Do we just have to yield to these sensations that we might feel, which are unpleasant and which are isolating and which are crushing? Do we just have to sit in them until they're over? Because yeah, I guess, you know, there are a number of options. Um, you know, there are some practical things to do. You know, you can do the stuff that you enjoy. I can do stuff I enjoy. And I guess, you know, that's rooted in history. Historically, I've enjoyed doing certain things. And I've tried doing things that I've enjoyed in the past, and I haven't really enjoyed them very much. So I guess I've kind of partly ruled that option out. And I'm not really like, you know, a David Goggins kind of blunt, like, force, brute force kind of person. Um, As in, I'm not the kind of, I don't really feel like I want to be the type of person who just pushes exceptionally hard against all barriers and emerges out the other side, like smiling and jovial and whatever. Uh, I guess partly uh, one reason is I don't think I have that kind of willpower. And another reason is because I think a lot of my decision-making is rooted in my current experience of things. And I'm sure that's the case for a lot of us, but you know, some people are very good at forward thinking. Some people are very good at thinking, okay, I'm going to do something now that's going to have an impact on me in a few years time. So I'm going to, so I'm going to work at that now, even, and even if I'm not enjoying it very much, I'm going to stick with it because the reward is going to be great in the future. And sometimes, you know, you can embrace the journey as well. Like an example of this would be learning a language. So I have a few friends who are studying languages and some of them really like the kind of grammatical slog and the rote learning and others resent it. Uh, But I guess they're all united in this kind of project of expanding their horizon and horizons and expanding their ability to understand the world and to relate to others and whatever. Um, But yeah, I guess I just keep coming back to this, the kind of foundational issue, which is one of not actually wanting to do anything and not really caring so much anymore about that kind of stuff. And then remembering that you know, I'm probably going to be alive for another, I don't know, like 60 years, 50 years, something like that. And that it's going to be filled with work and good experiences and hard and troubling and burdensome and laborious and boring and frustrating and all of those other kinds of experiences. And yeah, it's a pretty I don't know. At the moment, I'm feeling pretty crushed by it. And I can't help but think of the myth of Sisyphus. Um, Sisyphus uh, was 
I don't know, his punishment for doing something was to roll a boulder up a hill only for that boulder to roll back down to the bottom of the hill and to have to push it back up again. Only for it to roll down again. Only for it to be pushed back up again. Constantly. And yeah, I feel a little bit like that is my life at the moment. And that boulder is my mental health or my enjoyment of the world. You know, sometimes I kind of, it gets pushed by forces that I'm not really aware of into a position where my experiences of things are mostly pleasant and I'm having a really nice time. And then uncontrollably, it all kind of falls down and falls apart. And I emerge confused and lost and unmotivated and, you know, feeling having these kind of, you know, like locker room uh, teenage existential thoughts um, that, you know, I've had since I was like 15, 16. Why am I here? Really? Like that, that's actually, yeah. Why, why am I here? Um, Do I have to put more, do I have to put more effort into aligning my values with my, with how I spend my time? Do I have to manage my time more efficiently, effectively? Do I have to have a more diverse schedule? Are there some things which aren't working? Are there some things which are working? Am I, am I, do I, do I live a good life? Can I live a better life in any way? Would living a better life make me feel better? Is there any overall purpose to our life? And yeah, I mean, a few months ago, I would have shrugged these questions off pretty, pretty easily and been like, obviously there's no purpose to life. There's no, there is no, there is no objective purpose. There is nothing that we are here for. And so you have to author your own meaning. And a few months ago, I would have been like, yeah, sick. Like, I know what I want. I'm going to author my own meaning and it's going to be great because I know what's meaningful and I'm going to do that kind of stuff. But now I don't really feel inspired to author. I don't really, I I can't be fucked authoring my own meaning. Um, I can't be fucked at all. I really don't want to. And I don't really care about it. It feels like I don't really care about the things that I used to care about, or at least I'm not really inspired by them, or I don't feel the pull towards them that I've felt in the past. And yeah, I just wanted to, I just wanted to share this with you because maybe you feel this way and maybe it'd be reassuring to know that you're not alone in feeling the way you do. But I guess one thing that is hopeful, one thing that makes me feel hopeful is the act of reflecting on the past and knowing that, um, yeah, I guess I felt much worse than this and, you know, I've emerged un- not unscathed, but I've emerged, you know, a, uh, I've emerged and been able to enjoy things again. And I'm sure that will be the same for you. And that will be the same for those around you who are having, who are going through troubling times. And I guess this is just a reminder for me as well as it is for other people to be kind and be gentle and be patient. And yeah, I don't think I'm really being any of those things with myself at the moment. I think I'm kind of beating myself up pretty violently. Um, 
and not being very forgiving. Uh, and I think that's something that I really struggle to do. So yeah, I guess keep those things in mind. Be aware that, you know, this is a hard time. We are living through a global pandemic. Um, for those of us in Melbourne, uh, despite all the privileges of living in Melbourne, we have had, you know, a lot of the liberties and a lot of the joy of living in Melbourne stripped away. And we are forced, you know, uh, willingly, we are we are indoors. Um, and we, I guess we are united in that. We are all going through the same thing. Um, people overseas, I have listeners in America and in the UK and in France and in Germany. Um, you know, we are all united in this human project towards something. Um, and yeah, I guess, you know, that something will always be unclear for each of us. And all we can do is harness the lacking clarity and embrace it and try to push through the ebbs and flows of conscious waking life. And I don't know, maybe we don't need a reason to get out of bed in the morning. Um, it's okay. I mean, it's okay if some days it's harder than others. Um, yeah, talk to people about the things you feel reach out to people. If you're not, if you're feeling pretty good, you know, think, reflect on those around you. How are your friends going? How are your parents going? Is there anything you can do in your state of, uh, I don't know, feeling, feeling robust and feeling strong and empowered? Is there anything you can do to help those who aren't? Um, yeah, that's, that's all. <clears throat> that's all I wanted to talk about. Uh, yeah, I wish you all the best. I hope you're well. Um, I'm sending you warm regards in whatever way that's possible through a microphone looking at a blank screen. But in any case, thanks for listening. I hope you found this uh, thought provoking and I hope it resonated with you in some way. If you're enjoying Alex Listens, remember you can support it in whatever way you like. And you can reach out to me on social media. Let me know what you're thinking, um, whether you like it, whether there's anyone you'd like me to interview. And that's all. Goodbye. Have a nice day. Be safe.